Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, let me tell you this. On September 12th, 2022, I sent a letter, and I, I sent it to Ron Johnson, but it also went to a bunch of other people. Uh, and that is before the 2022 elections, before the midterms, folks, before the midterms. Now, let me read this to you. I'm not going to read the whole, uh, the whole letter, but there's a couple key things that I want you to read. Donald Trump, Senator Ron Johnson, Senator Rand Paul, Rep. Jim Jordan, and others were right. As early as late April or early May of 2020, former President Trump spoke about the creation of SARS-CoV-2 in a lab in Wuhan, China. Since that time, both the investigation and the cover-up have continued, but the evidence provided herein clearly demonstrates that SARS-CoV-2 was indeed created in a lab in Wuhan, China by EcoHealth Alliance with funding from Anthony Fauci's NIAID. Evidence included herein demonstrate the following key points. Remember, September 12, 2022, almost a year ago, actually a year and a day ago or two, a uh, year and a couple days ago, I think, and uh, sent to elected officials. Now, I'm sure you've heard them reference this, right? Oh, you haven't. Evidence included herein demonstrate the following key points. SARS-CoV-2 was created in the lab in Wuhan, China. Anthony Fauci funded the creation of SARS-CoV-2 and lied to Congress about funding gain-of-function work. The U.S. intelligence community was aware of and prepared to have been involved and appeared to have been involved with the funding of said gain-of-function work. That's right, the U.S. intelligence community, folks. Remember that one. Number four. A number of well-connected public and private partners were involved with the gain-of-function work that resulted in the creation of SARS-CoV-2 and its release. Anthony Fauci and others coordinated to cover up the funding of gain-of-function work that resulted in SARS-CoV-2. Folks, Missouri v. Biden, anybody? I'm going to say Missouri v. Biden, and I'm going to say number five, Anthony Fauci coordinated to cover up the funding of gain-of-function work that resulted in the creation of SARS-CoV-2. Missouri v. Biden proves Renz was right. You can look at those rulings, and the findings of facts are uh, indisputable. They were very clear. Further, you can look at the Senate findings. You can find everything else. Basically, everything that I showed in this document was correct. This document, folks, is, uh, oh, I don't know. It's fairly lengthy. Maybe say, uh, oh, I don't know. It doesn't even matter how long it is. It's a lengthy document, right? And the document has everything in it that you needed to figure out who created COVID, how it was created, why it was created, that the CIA was involved, that the DOD was involved, and that everybody was involved. There was no question about it. I provided evidence. I provided citations. I provided everything. Dr. Andrew Huff and, and Pam Popper helped me to create this document. It was encyclopedic. We had hundreds of citations. We laid out the whole thing. Yet, to this day, our congressional buffoons have not acted on this. Perhaps I'll send this again and ask them if now they'd care to look at it. 
since they didn't want to believe me on September 12th, 2022. Let's fast forward to today, or at least in the last day or so. Testimony from CIA whistleblower alleges new information on COVID-19 origins. Oh, yeah? Wait a second. So, published on September 12th, 2023, let me read this to you folks. Staff on the Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic and Permanent Select Subcommittee on Intelligence have heard testimony from a whistleblower alleging that the Central Intelligence Agency offered six analysts significant money incentives to change their position on COVID's origin. The whistleblower, who presents as a highly credible senior-level CIA officer, alleges that of the seven members assigned to the CIA team tasked with analyzing COVID, six decided it came from the lab, one didn't, and those six got, uh, got paid a whole bunch of money to change their position. Geez, folks, it's almost like the CIA might have been involved in this. You think? You think? I wonder who would have thought that. Oh, by the way, did I mention that I have a billion-dollar lawsuit in New York on this? Now, don't expect that to be done It's gonna anytime soon. It's going to be slow as hell. SARS-CoV-2 was created by EcoHealth Alliance in the lab in China. There's no question about that. It was created with funding from the CIA and DOD, with their knowledge, and frankly, with their approval. This technology was not transferred to communist China China in a bubble. Everybody knew what was going on. Everybody. These guys knew this. They've known this for a long time. They covered it up. They covered it up, folks. They, they covered it up terribly. Let me show you this. For those of you watching, for those of you watching, you can see I'm going to share. This is my tweet, right? My tweet, and here's the document right here that shows uh, the, the press release from Congress, right? Now, it's interesting that these guys don't mention that I've been telling them this for over a year, they don't mention Andrew Huff. They don't mention Pam Popper. They don't mention any of the people who've been t- screaming this from the rooftops. They don't mention my lawsuit. They don't mention where all of this information came from or why it came out. Because trust me, folks, despite all the censorship, it was coming out. They didn't want this out. But if you listen to this show, and if you listen to our work, and you follow us on Rumble and TomBrenz.com and if you follow us on Twitter and True Social, you will find out truth, at least until they shut me down. So I posted on Twitter today, breaking, CIA is involved with COVID cover-up. That's right, folks. Remember when I said for the last year plus that the CIA was involved with funding and creation of COVID-19? Remember when Andrew Huff and I told you EcoHealth Alliance did the work, but the CIA and DOD made it possible to create the COVID pandemic? Remember when I told you uh, all this was uh, conspiracy theory was actually a fact and that I had the evidence. This report is only the tip of the iceberg, folks, I say, and I am standing behind that. Mark my words, and I have not been wrong yet. Everything that I've said about COVID from the beginning and about the vaccines 
from the beginning has been 100% accurate. Nothing I've said has been wrong. Nothing. 100%. That's pretty damn good. That rivals Rush Limbaugh's almost always right rate. The deep state has declared war on the people of America and the world. They've censored us to make sure we could not share the truth, but we the people just keep coming and we will never stop. This is the tip of the iceberg, folks. It's only the tip. Now, I congratulate Brad Wenstrup and the crew for figuring this out a year after I told them. A year! Folks, a year! It's been in federal court. Or, I'm sorry, in state court, in a number of state courts. What do you mean? It, it, takes, it takes a year to figure this out when we're telling you all the stuff? I want to thank the elected officials who are, you know, starting to show some courage and actually talk about this because it is. The CIA's fingers are all over this. But here's what they're not talking about. The rest of the tweet. The next thing you need to recognize is that the CIA didn't just help cover this up. They also created the disease and are still working on gain of function to create more. Or at least they funded the creation and are funding the gain of function to make more. Then you need to start looking at the WEF and the public-private partnerships the CIA has used to facilitate all this. And I said, hey, GOP, I can fill you in on all the details if you'd like me to share or to testify. Or you can just wait for me to do my next report. I can fill you out and tell you what's going on next. I mean, you know, it'll take you about a year to read it and do something with it. But, you know, the American people apparently don't mind dying and having their children die while the corrupt government is at war with them. Apparently that's okay. You know, I mean, I'm only telling you about corruption at the highest level, probably treason. No reason to look into that. I mean, a guy that's right 100% of the time gives you hard evidence that shows that there's corruption on the level that may rise to the, to, to treason uh, is going on. And eh, no reason to look into that. We don't need to investigate. Renz is only right 100% of the time. And so I said in this same tweet, you can doubt me, but show me where I've been wrong so far and ask yourself whether you want to trust the guy who's been attacked and censored relentlessly for telling the truth or the crooks and liars that have made billions off of lying and killing people. Nuremberg 2.0 time yet? Question mark. Folks, I'm pissed. I don't know how else to say it. Over a year, Huff, myself, Pam, a bunch of papers. We've been talking about this for over a year. Big news, Congress. Congratulations. You figured it out. Renz was right. Sounds like the title of a book. I mean, for God's sakes, we literally laid it out. I'm looking over here at this, right? I'm looking at this report. You know what? I'm going to share this. I'm going to share this report. This is what we sent. Here, let me show you this here, folks. I come back here. Now you can see my pretty face. It's there's nothing pretty about my fakes, folks. We all know that. Oh, boy. Um, here it is. Here it is. We want this one. We're going we're gonna to show you guys exactly what's going on here, right? I'm going to show you guys. I want you guys to take a look. And uh, let me... Uh... Oh, you know what? We're going to have to share this another way. Uh, it just isn't coming up for us. Anyways, my report 
plainly states and plainly shows everything that there is to see on this. Folks, we have we have all sorts of headings, right? It's the table of content. It's very pretty. We lay out what is gain-of-function research, what's a chimeric virus, what is the Wuhan Institute of Virology, all of this work. We show these papers. We show this stuff. We show EcoHealth Alliance. We've got so many groups involved. Now let me name some names. Let me name some names, folks. Ready? This is where we get into trouble, right? We get into trouble because these guys don't want their names out. So partnered on the grant paperwork with EcoHealth Alliance or elsewhere in other paperwork with EcoHealth Alliance on the project that resulted in the creation of SARS-CoV-2 according to the allegations made are the Rockefeller Foundation. Here's what we say about the Rockefeller Foundation. The Rockefeller Foundation has given several grants to EcoHealth Alliance for the purpose of forming a network called One Health Alliance uh, in South Asia. The purpose for the purpose of investigating and emerging infectious diseases. In 2010, the Rockefeller Foundation published a report on this and on all of this stuff. And they present they present uh, Project Lockstep, what right Project Lockstep, and it was uh, what this was about, folks. Uh, was pandemic situations, things like that. And, and it described a, a world of tighter top-down government control, authoritarian leadership, uh, and uh, how they deal with citizen pushback and stuff like that. It was basically about what happened with COVID. This was, the Project Lockstep was really a report on what to do with COVID. And uh, this was in 2010. I would say they were probably working on creating COVID back then. But Rockefeller Foundation was a key partner in this. Uh, UC Davis One Health Institute involved. Metabiota. And by the way, Hunter Biden had invested through Rosemont Seneca into Metabiota at the time that this disease was created. So I would I would think someone at Congress, uh, Rep. Wenstrup, should be looking into whether or not Hunter Biden made any money off of the creation of SARS-CoV-2. I keep asking this, but no one's no one's answering. University of Carolina, North Carolina, Chapel Hill, where Ralph Barrick worked, obviously involved. Columbia University, Union Institute of Endemic Disease Control, Guadalong Provincial Center. I mean, it goes on. Google, by the way, was involved with this. Did you know that Google was involved with this? I wonder if they'll censor this. Folks, these guys are putting this out like it's a press release, like it's new information. They've had it for a year. I'm glad they're finally finding the balls to ask the question. But I'm sick of the fact that these guys, you know, we gave them the information, folks. I've offered to testify before Congress. Do you know why they won't let me? Because I'll tell the truth. The real reason they have not let me come to Congress to testify about this is because I'm going to tell the whole truth. I'm going to talk about the DOD involvement. I'm going to talk about the CIA involvement. I'm going to talk about the fact that our government funded and created SARS-CoV-2 in a lab at the same time that they created the the bioweapon that is the vaccine. Yes, evidence suggests that 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 vaccine was created at the same time in the mid-20-teens. That's what the evidence suggests. And you know what? I've got a super secret piece of evidence that I'm getting ready to blow up. Hey, uh, hey, DOD, CIA, DIA, 
pay attention. I got something special for you. I'm just waiting to release this. Folks, the corruption is so deep in Washington, D.C., that even though this is indisputable, it took a year after I gave them the report that laid out every question that they need to ask and everything that they need to see before our congressman could find the, the cojones to do anything, anything. These people are cowards. If you're not going to stand up against the deep state, quit pretending to be a Republican or get out of Congress or do something. But but don't act like you're, in a, you're going to fight for this. Don't act like you're going to tell the truth. Right now, the questions that are being asked and the headlines that are being dropped, this is all political gamesmanship, folks. All political. The question, well, it appears that the CIA may have covered up the lab origin. No, no. It appears that the CIA is trying to cover up the fact that they created the disease in the lab. They didn't need to cover up the lab origin. They needed to create cover up the fact that they created it. They funded it. They knew it was there. They allowed for the technology transfer. We know what happened, folks. So some congressmen find the balls to talk about it. Support us on the Tom Renz Show at TomRenz.com. And everywhere you can find Tom Renz Broadcasting, we'll be right back. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution. And now we have a throat spray too. crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Okay, folks. So, yeah, I mean, I think you can tell. I'm a little fired up about this whole thing. The, the complete failure of our government to represent we the people on any level is mind-blowing. You know, these guys, they are such cowards and such crooks. Just 
absolute trash. Our elected reps are garbage. All they care about is making sure that they get reelected so that they could sit at the trough and continue to feed like hogs being slopped. Folks, this is an unacceptable situation. These bureaucrats, they're flaunting the rule of law in this country. They created SARS-CoV-2 in the lab. They released it. I am convinced that this was released intentionally. I do not believe that SARS-CoV-2 leaked out of the the Wuhan lab anymore. Now, whether or not China did it, whether or not the U.S. did it, whether or not it was a, yeah, what, what happened there, I don't know. But I do believe that this was leaked intentionally. I do not believe for one second that this was accidental. They have been building this. They have been planning this. I mean, we got Project Lockstep going back to 2010 with the Rockefeller Foundation talking about this. These guys knew damn well what they were doing. This was created years ago. Years ago. I would argue that they probably had uh, alternate versions even longer ago. They've been working on this forever. Forever. We've been bioengineering forever on this stuff. It's just we've gotten better at it. And so these guys, they go to China. They create this virus. They release it so that they can sell. This is a breakdown of the rule of law and the total corruption of our federal government. Our military-industrial complex is so out of control that they literally released a global bioweapon so that they could manipulate the population so that they, for political reasons. You notice the 2020 election, anybody? You notice them trying to lock down again before 2024? They do whatever they got to do to keep Trump out, I'll tell you that. Folks, the, the breakdown of the rule of law is systemic. It's systemic. I mean, we go into the courts, we run into trouble. We go into the Congress, we run into trouble. Even at the House or the, the state level. Everywhere we look is corruption. And we the people just stand here and listen to it. We keep taking it. We aren't doing a damn thing about it. Headline. New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham's gun carry ban blocked by a federal good judge. This is inexcusable, folks. Inexcusable. This POS... Michelle Lujan Grisham, this POS Democrat from New Mexico governor, says that she's just going to, yeah, she knows she's violating the Second Amendment. She doesn't care. She's just getting rid of the guns. Just that simple. Right? No one can have, we're going to temporary ban on guns, period, no matter what. That was what she was doing. She absolutely disregarded the Supreme Court. She disregarded the Second Amendment. Plain language of the law. Real simple. Right? Real simple. But not for Lujan. Not for this Lujan Grisham piece of garbage. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. Now, here's what's important about this. This piece of garbage completely disregarded the Second Amendment. But here's what happened. The people said, no, that's not what you're going to do. The sheriffs and the police said, no. We're not going to enforce your illegal actions. And the people marched with their guns. They did exactly what they wanted to do. They said, to hell with you, you piece of crap. We're going to follow the Constitution. We're going to exercise our rights. We're going to live free in this country. And you know what? They did. And guess what? Now a federal judge has shut down that ban. Now, that judge 
ruled that the plain language of the Constitution is quite clear and that they, she can't do this. The law is quite clear on this, right? Now, let me ask you a question, folks. Isn't there something in the Constitution about the right to due process before your freedoms or liberties are taken away or property? Wasn't there something in that about the in the Constitution about that? Now let's go back to 2020 when they told you that you had to lock down in your house for 14 days to flatten the curve and couldn't leave except for essential purposes. Um, really? Really, folks? They, uh, I mean, they pretty much ignored the Constitution there, didn't they? See, they got away with it in 2020. And when they did 14 days to flatten the curve, there was no way. I didn't have the capacity of the resource. There's no way I could file that lawsuit that quick. No way. Didn't have the money, didn't have the resources, didn't have the connections, didn't have the background even at that point. Things have changed. But we did have a bunch of people ready for this, this gun grab. We got a bunch of Second Amendment associations and, and groups and uh, they they put in a lawsuit immediately. I didn't, you know what? I didn't even consider filing this lawsuit because I knew that it would be filed that day, and I knew that this was going to get, you know, this was a lost cause for this jerk of a governor. So there was no question she was going to lose. But here's the thing: why was there no question she was going to lose in light of the fact that the courts ignored the egregious violations of the Constitution in 2020? Well, the reason is this, folks. We the people. They feared we the people. The courts knew we the people would not tolerate that. It was a step too far. And the courts couldn't say, well, yeah, but we're scared and we don't know. They had to honor the Constitution. What's the difference between one emergency and another under the law? This was, this was the right ruling. But the right ruling should have been made in 2020. The courts got it wrong, and they haven't fixed that yet. This is a major issue. In fact, some lawsuits that are still dealing with 2020 issues and lockdown issues, uh, they're still facing headwind. Right? The courts are still trying to give the benefit of the doubt. Now, it's changing as we, the people, wake up, as we continue to fight, as we continue to put out the truth. But it's taking time. Let me read you another headline. Federal judge declares DACA immigration program unlawful for a second time. That's right, folks. I didn't misspeak. Federal judge for the second time found the DACA program unlawful. Why did he have to do it for a second time? If it's unlawful and was ruled unlawful, why did he have to rule on it again? because we have the most lawless administration in history and the Democrats don't care about the law. They are taking our country, folks. The leftists, the Democrats, the World Economic Forum, the Rockefellers, all these people who are buying off influence, buying control, they're taking your country. And you're standing aside with your hands in your pockets and doing nothing. Not the listeners to this show. I know you guys are doing stuff. But there are a lot of people not listening to the show, sadly. Everybody should be. I don't know what the hell anybody's doing not listening to this. But they, they should be listening. But people are standing there just, well, you know, it's not worth fighting over. DACA had to get uh, declared unconstitutional twice now. Why? 
Why? And and where is the contempt? Where why why didn't this judge issue a contempt order? I haven't read the case. I don't know, yeah, but I would say if he had to rule on the same thing again. I mean, can you imagine if a judge told me that something I was doing was illegal and I just did it again? Pretty sure he wouldn't say, Oh, well, hey, it's still illegal, just go on your way. What are these judges doing, folks? What are they doing? See, they they listened with Michelle Lujan because we the people said no. They didn't listen with COVID, and they didn't listen uh, with DACA, but they listened to the law in, in New Mexico. Why? What's the difference? Let me tell you what the difference is, folks. The difference is very, very clear to me. Clear as day. The difference is this. We, the people, wouldn't stand for the lawlessness on the Second Amendment. We sat there with our hands in the pockets on the other ones. Now, either the law matters or it doesn't. And the Democrats will continue to get more brazen, and the enemies of freedom will continue to get more brazen until such time as we start making people accountable to the law. That's why there will be more gain-of-function work and another disease. It's coming, folks. It's coming, I assure you. This is a disastrous situation. Our country is losing its, its respect for law, and the only solution is we the people. Now, people say to me, you're a lawyer. Why are you doing media every day? Why do you do a radio show? Why do you do this? Why do you do that? Well, if you listen to the show, you know why, because it's awesome, right? Okay, there's like three people that think that, but, you know, uh, at least my producer likes it. Well, she might get paid to like it, but, you know, I'll take it. That's okay. I'll take what I can do. Uh, I've had to I've had to beg for for love more. Uh, anyways, uh, but here's the deal: when we the people stand, the courts respond, the legislature responds, everybody responds. When we the people sit with our hands in our pockets, we get 2020. See, there's a lot of very rich and powerful connected people around the world, and a lot of them are enemies of freedom. And they've figured out largely that people will just sit there and do nothing on most issues unless it directly impacts them in some major way. Or it's, yeah, there's certain sacred cow issues that people will fight on, like guns. Many things they won't. They were confused on COVID, they were scared. So they didn't care that their rights were being violated and that the law was, was being violated and that they you know, lost their freedoms temporarily. But if we are willing to give up our freedoms for security, we'll have neither. Pretty sure a wise man once said that. And that's kind of where we're at, folks. We're kind of there. We're kind of in that position now. We're giving up our freedoms. And it's going to be for what? What are we getting out of this? What's going to happen positive from this? Folks, I do this show because I've got to get you and everybody else in this country aware of what's happening. The real power is not with the lawyers. It's not in the courts. It's not even with elected officials. The real power belongs to the nobodies. I've learned that firsthand, folks. You know, we've done some amazing things. I I am very proud Yeah, so right now in my team, um, 
I've got my, my producer, who's a wonderful, wonderful friend. I've got my uh, business manager, who's a wonderful friend. I've got a couple lawyers that are pretty consistently working with me and who are great people. And that's pretty much it. On any given day, I got you know four or five people that I can get a hold of to help me with this or help me with that. And for a lot of this, there was nobody. There was nobody. Uh, despite that, despite that, I've been able to have a huge impact on a national, even an international level. Our COVID fight has been huge. We've had a monumental impact on COVID. I've had a monumental impact on everything. Yeah, you know, I'm censored, and I gripe about being censored. I'm censored hard. But you know the thing about that is? To have the authority to tell Twitter that they have to censor me, you got to be a pretty big, big shot, don't you? And so that means some pretty big, big shots are bothered by what I'm doing. Right now, I'm going to look over. I've got a tweet over here, right? This tweet is the one that I was talking about in the first segment. It's the one where I'm talking about uh, CIA involvement. This tweet has now almost 3,000 shares. That should be way into the millions of views, right? It has 300,000 views. You know why? Because it's censored on that level. Because the CIA doesn't like it that I'm talking about their corruption. The DIA doesn't like it that I'm talking about the corruption. The DOD doesn't like it that I'm talking about corruption. DHS doesn't like it. The FBI doesn't like it. None of them like it. Everybody wants me to go away. And the one thing they definitely don't want is for me to continue to grow. The more I grow, the bigger the threat I am. And if I can get we the people to stand up and do something, if I can get we the people to have the courage and the strength and the fortitude to do something, I'm going to be able to do remarkable things for freedom and for God and for family and for country. That's all I want. That's all I want. They're afraid. They're afraid of we the people. I'm a nobody from a little town in Ohio. I've had an impact. Praise God. The most terrifying thing that I can tell you folks, terrifying to the billionaires, the globalists, the tyrant wannabes, is that you have the power you can be a nobody like me and do exactly what I've done. Maybe you can't file lawsuits. Maybe you don't know how to do that or you're not a lawyer. But guess what? You can get out and educate people. You can speak. You can you can do whatever you want. You know, I, uh, hell, I was an introvert. I've, I've never done a radio show before this one. I've done a lot of media before this, but as of a few years ago, I hadn't even done much media. I had to learn it. I had to share it. I had to fight to earn everything that I've gotten. Everything. It's worked. It's worked. I fought hard. I've earned I've earned the position. Not special, folks. I'm not special. I'm just some guy fighting. And you can be just some guy fighting as well, or gal. Or if you live in certain communities, you might be a guy and gal on any given day, or gal. Uh, but that really just, you know, that's another thing. Um, folks, there's a huge opportunity for we, the people to recognize what's going on. We have so many 
clear examples. There's so many opportunities for us to recognize and to see. If we just come together and fight like hell, if we'll just come together and do what's necessary, we can retake our country. We can retake our freedom. We can do all these things. I'm very excited about this, folks. I'm very excited. This is a foot race right now. It's a foot race. The globalists want to, to get this tyranny put into place. We want to fight back against it. Who's going to get there first? That's the real question. That's the real question. And I'm going to tell you that it comes down to our desire and how many more nobodies like me will stand up and do what I've done. Commit. Fight. I got to play with a baby at the park the other day. One of my I've got a family friend who's got just the cutest little baby you've ever seen. And uh, I got to play with the baby. He's only three months old. And so I sit in the park, lifting the baby, wee, wee, you know, throw the baby. Uh, baby's having so fun. Oh, big gummy grins. It was the best thing I've ever seen. Best thing I've ever seen. That, friends, is what we're fighting for. For 15, 20 minutes, I sat at the park and played with the baby. The baby had a great time and I had a better time. Little three-month-old guy, no teeth, pooping his diaper, having a good life. His future is worth fighting for. My boys are 10 and 13. I don't throw them in there quite as much anymore. They look at me funny when I do. They're worth fighting for, folks. Your kids, my kids, our kids. Stand with me. Tom Renz Show, TomRenz.com. We'll be right back. With the rise of independent media, we are now AmericaOutloud.news. For the genius of the United States is not found in its executives or legislatures, nor its ambassadors, authors, colleges, or churches, nor even in its newspapers or inventors. The genius of the United States is we the people. AmericaOutloud.news, liberty and justice for all. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Go 
Welcome back, everybody, and welcome to the Stack O Stuff. The stack is good today, folks, and uh, we're going to start out with one that I think will take a few minutes. Uh, this one is an interesting thing from Todd Starnes. Headline, The Path for Michelle Obama to Enter the Presidential Race. So this is an interesting, interesting thing, because everybody wants to talk about Big Mike, I mean Michelle, and her uh, penis, I mean uh, her entering the presidential race. Now, will Big Mike's penis, I mean Michelle Obama, enter that race? I don't know. But uh, Todd Starn seems to believe that she will. He will, it will, they will. Uh, Anyways, uh, he's been saying, apparently he's been talking about for a while that uh, he believed that the mainstream was going to turn on the big guy, that they were going to take out Joe. And that certainly is not hard to predict. It looks like that. I mean, it's looked like that for a while. If you're reading the tea leaves here and you look at what's been going on with Joe Biden, you got to understand... You know, the media is making excuses for them and doing whatever they can to make the Republicans look bad, but they're not really trying to make him look good, right? So if you look at uh, Barack Hussein Obama, well, Obama, you would see, I mean, the media would, they couldn't stop falling all over themselves to kiss his butt. I mean, you, you, they had to get in line. They had to take a number from a butcher block, though the media did. To, they'd take a number, they'd form a line, and they would each individually bend down on one knee and literally kiss his rear end. I mean, I don't know what to say about that, folks. It really was that bad. Uh, with with Joe Biden, you can see they've never really loved him that way. Uh, they started out much more supportive, and they've shifted uh, ever so subtly to, well, you know, he's at least he's not a Republican. And the Republicans are evil, but, you know, he may not be perfect on this. And and that shift has been subtle, but it's been very uh, definitive. There's no question it's happened. So, you know, that does lead us to, you know, to what Todd is saying. He says that, uh, and he acknowledges that Obama and Susan Rice are actually running the administration now, which is true. And that's kind of a well-known thing. But yeah, he says yeah, the push has kind of ramped up, right? And if we look at this, he, he, one of the things he starts out on is he talks about this, uh, this libtard from the Washington Post. Uh, the Washington Post, by the way, is, to my mind, one of the worst examples of a newspaper on the planet. I mean, honestly, they're my le- least favorite. Of all the leftist just rags out there, uh, they're my least favorite. But the WAPO uh, has some guy there, David Ignatius, uh, who I neither know nor care about. He's another left-wing lunatic, which is everybody that works at the WAPO. And uh, he apparently wrote a uh, story with the headline, uh, President Biden Biden should not run again in 2024. And, uh, yeah, I'm not reading it because I just won't read that rag, but uh, apparently it, it has something in it about uh, you know, trying to talk about Biden's successes, but he should not run. Well, of course he shouldn't run. He shouldn't be there right now. He should be impeached. But, you know, this whole thing is interesting, and, and Todd believes that the, the media is going to kind of push Biden out a little bit. And he also points out that uh, Muchel... 
uh, Big Mike O is waiting in the wings. Apparently, she's been out doing uh, you know candidates meetings and meeting donors and doing a bunch of stuff like that. Now, I don't know. I haven't seen that. I haven't heard much about it. Uh, but I know that. Yeah, that, that's a terrifying thing. Nobody wants wants uh, Michelle or penis in the White House. But you know, when I look at this. I see that uh, yeah, Todd seems to be of the opinion that if Michelle runs, she'll be a very formidable candidate. Now, I'm going to be real honest with y'all. Uh, I think if Michelle runs, she'll be a very real threat. But I think I, I think she's a horrible candidate. I don't think anybody's good. I mean, you you literally have people asking whether Michelle Obama has a penis. That is not a good sign, right? That if you want to run for president and you're uh, at least pretending to be a girl, and people are like, "Hey, do you have junk, folks?" Not a great start, right? There's some questions with your image, and I would say, you know, realistically, that might be worse uh, even than the birth certificate questions. Uh, hey, do you or do you not have a penis? And were you or were you not ever Mike? I mean. I don't know, folks. I just, uh, Michelle is such a polarizing creature uh, that I, I just cannot see her being uh, very appealing on a wide scale. I, I Maybe I'm wrong on this, but I'm just not sure that that's the case. You know, that said, I do think, I think that the greatest threat that big, I mean, Michelle uh, would, would pose uh, would be the threat of uh, of her getting in a sword fight with her husband? No, I'm so, oh my God, folks, that was wrong. That was so wrong. Uh, they don't have any swords. Um, but no, I think that the real threat is that uh, the fraud and the corruption and the World Economic Forum and the CCP and all of the corrupt, corrupt monsters that would support her. I don't think she could come close to winning, honestly. But I think that the uh, the machine, the corruption machine behind her, him, it uh, would would be a, a real threat. So there's that. Um, I guess we'll see. Headline: Rob Gronkowski makes clear he's against men uh, competing in women's sports. Gronk. Now Gronk is well known to be uh, well known as a. Uh, well, let's just say that I that, that a lot of people don't believe that Gronk spent an immense amount of time in the library during college. But he seems like a very, very affable guy. And I don't really know. I don't know. Oh, you know I've not followed Gronk real closely. When I hear him talk, it seems a little bit shallow, but who knows? Uh, either way, he was a hell of a football player and probably a heck of a nice guy and a guy it'd be fun to have a beer with. Um, but Gronk in traditional Gronk fashion, because again, I, I don't know a ton about him, but I do know I've heard him comment a few times on air and, uh, he's got a very, uh, unique style of commenting. Apparently was asked, Hey, how do you feel about people with, uh, penises playing in girls sports and, uh, Gronk, uh, he was not a huge fan of that. Uh, in fact, he was 
he was uh, he was pretty quite uh, pretty clearly uh, against it. In fact, he was all taken aback by the question, shook his head, and laughed, which I think is hilarious. I love that. Uh, the interesting story, though, I got a boot out of the story. You know, they talk about the back uh, backstory here a little bit, reminding everybody of Leah Thomas and her penis uh, winning for Penn State and uh, those sorts of things. And then also, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, kind of going through this and how, uh, you know, outside of people like Reven, Megan Rapinoe, who's retired, so she doesn't care, it isn't going to affect her. Uh, there's not a whole lot of people that like this. So, anyways, uh, Senate probably won't impeach Joe Biden, according to the Independent Sentinel. Well, who would have thunk that? The Senate ran by Mitch McConnell with uh, Mitt Romney and the other ED faction members in the Senate. I mean, who would have thunk that? I would would have thought we'd had strong conservative leadership there, except for we don't. Apparently, Senator Tommy Tuberville from Alabama, is uh, he's got reservations about this impeachment inquiry, folks. He's just not so comfortable with that. Yeah, that's this silly House Republicans doing, you know, the people's work and you know, looking at a impeachment for the numerous high crimes and misdemeanors Joe Biden has, uh, has committed while in various public offices. That's ridiculous. I mean... We need to get, yeah, Tuberville basically, hey, we need to get back to going after Trump. We got to make sure Trump doesn't get in. What are you doing with this? Uh, because the Senate Republicans are more uh, about beating Trump than they are about beating Biden. They don't care their country's burning because the Senate Republicans are very largely a uniparty. There's a cu- literally one, maybe two uh, guys there that are worth talking about, maybe three. I don't know. Uh, but it's, Certainly a very small number of people in the Senate that are worth uh, worth their weight. And, uh, you know, this is it. You know, House Republicans. And the excuse that, that Tommy Tuberville gives is, that, well, we need to get to work. And there's no chance of it passing the Senate anyway, so why are we bothering with this crap? Well, Tommy, I don't know. Maybe because the guy's a crook and he ought to be thrown out of office. And, you know, if you guys in the Senate had any balls or the willingness to actually do something, you would. Uh, but testicular fortitude is not a common trait in the U.S. Senate, folks. Not even a little bit. Headline, forget the police. The left now has a plan to defund the Supreme Court of the United States. That's right, folks. Uh, The left wing uh, at Slate News Outlet is advocating for defunding the SCOTUS. And, I mean, I'm just going to be real honest with you folks. Really? Is this where we're at? I mean, the SCOTUS, I'm going to be honest, as as an attorney, I don't think the SCOTUS has gone anywhere near as far as they need to to get us to our Constitution. I think they've been way too moderate. Way too moderate. And uh, they've missed a lot of things. But listen, I am a... uh, uh, an original textualist is the best way to explain my my interpretation of the law. You know, we've got to look at the text and the meaning of the law as it was it was uh, written and it meant and with what it meant at the time it was written. You know, so we start with the plain language of the text and we look to its original intent 
And, uh, you know, that's how we determine what a law is or should be. Uh, and it makes sense, right? I mean, this is uh, the, the fact that we've broken away from that is really how it is they're going after Donald Trump and a lot of these J6s. You know, they're using the Sarbanes-Oxley law that makes no sense. It's a very poorly written, poorly defined law, but they just found some language somewhere and said, hey, you know, you broke this law. Sarbanes-Oxley, you know, it's financial. It has nothing to do with J6, but, but you know, whatever. Uh, if you're a crooked politician, you don't really care, do you? So, anyways, this this is uh, not really a, a huge surprise. But basically, by the way, they, they just want to defund some of the clerks so that the justices have to work harder. I don't think the justices are going to change what they're doing. All right. Oh, no, folks. Oh, no. I'm guessing you've probably heard this. And I really, I almost cried. I was super, super sad to hear that Rhino Never Trumper Senator Mitt Romney will not seek re-election. How sad is that, that Mitt Romney will not be in the Senate to do everything he can to undermine conservative and patriotic values in this country anymore? That's super sad. Uh, that will be a real rhino loss. And, you know, if he's out in 2024... Uh, this is last year, well, 2025, January, but uh, then we will have uh, not too much longer. We can get rid of Mitch McConnell, too, and that'll be two of the biggest problems in the Senate gone. We're just going to have to see who sells out to take their place, and I'm certain there will be sellouts to take their place because the Senate is full of a bunch of crooked weenies, but... Uh, and the Uniparty does run the Senate, so I guess we'll see what happens, but it's uh, it's sad. All right. Folks, are you ready for this one? Seriously? Daily Wire. House Republicans accuse Democrats and their corporate media allies of ignoring evidence of Biden family corruption. No. You're kidding me, right? Um. Folks, I don't even know what to say about this. So I've talked to some elected officials, and I've talked to them about some controversial topics. And a couple of times I've said to, I've said to sitting people, people sitting in an office at, uh, at, at Washington, D.C., the House, senators, and I've said to a couple of them, you know, I could fix this problem for you. If I file a lawsuit on this, the problem will be fixed. It'll go away because what they're doing is illegal or unconstitutional. And I've been told more than once now, yeah, but then I can't go out and complain about it on the news. What? So, yeah, I get way more views when I go complain on the news about this unfairness than I would ever get if I actually fixed it. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you got to be kidding me. These are, the, these are the jack A's that run our country. Yeah, they don't actually want to fix anything. So much like this headline, Oh, we we launch our impeachment inquiry, and they're they're not you know, putting good stories out about it. What? Like anybody believed that? It's half the reason that they launched the inquiry was so that they could say, "Hey, look at there! They're not covering this. They're not covering it. Look what they did!" And it's uh, it's just they're never going to cover it. What do you like? That's a surprise. Yeah, the Walpole. Who's out there, you know, pushing uh, uh, Joe Biden out to make room for Michelle Obama is going to do a lot of great coverage of Joe Biden getting impeached. I mean, you know, they may do some just to get rid of him. But, I mean, these guys are lunatics. They're not going to cover this properly. 
Uh, yeah, Democrats and their corporate media allies ignoring mounting evidence. Yeah, you know, these guys are saying that you know, and they've got so much evidence. I mean, Biden and his influence peddling—it's all over. I mean, uh, Andy Biggs said, "Quote: To say there's no evidence is foolish. We've examined suspicious activity reports, bank records, depositions, and more. The evidence continues to point us to the big guy, aka Joe Biden." Well, of course it does. I mean, Biden's the biggest crook on the planet. I mean, somehow this is an ex- uh, a shock to and someone. I mean, the only thing less shocking than this happening is the story. I mean, of course the Republicans are going to whine and claim. Uh, Republicans claim Biden and his family made millions of dollars from shell companies, Ukraine and China. And, and no kidding. They don't claim it. They got the documents. It's like saying COVID jabs are safe and effective. They're not. I got the documents. They're hell. They're awful. These guys, I don't know. It's it's truly, truly unbelievable. Just remember Josie Smollett, you know, the uh, the guy who claimed that he got attacked by a bunch of mega people and claimed his hate crime and all of it was a lie and he's just a piece of garbage that was trying to get some headlines because he's a failed wannabe actor that sucks at life. Yeah, that Josie Smollett. Well, he... Uh, he is uh, back in court, and he was convicted of, you know, the hoax, you know, hoaxing the police. And now he's there appealing that conviction uh, because he doesn't want to spend his 150 days in jail. And I'm going to be real honest, that's where he belongs. Folks, share the Tom Renz Show. Share the America Out Loud Network. Share TomRenz.com. Give us uh, some support at our Give, Send, Go, Renz Law. And uh, we'll be back soon.